0: Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys have found me at someone else's little corner of the internet. I'm coming to you today from Kona, Hawaii, and I've got my dear friend Mark Sherwood on the phone with me. We're going to talk about the spirit of fear that's permeating the culture right now. This is the 24 hour, uh, 365 day a year news cycle that is perpetuating fear in the culture and what you can do to inoculate yourself and stay healthy. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys. So I'm excited that you're here. I'm going to jump right in. Mark Sherwood's on the show with me. We've been talking a little bit about uh, his run for for governor and my run for Congress, and we're both out on the other side of it. Feels pretty good to be in this season, and I'm just so happy that you're here. Mark, my friend, welcome back to the
1: show. Hey, it's so good to see you, and I'm so glad you're getting a little bit of distancing and disconnection from a A wonderful, spirited, and honorable battle. So I'm so proud of you. You did an amazing job. And for all of your supporters out there, they should be reaching out to you and telling you a big, hearty thank you as well.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, because you've been there, you really do leave it all on the field. I mean, it it is a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week pursuit, and it can kind of leave you feeling... Feeling pretty depleted, so we're we're getting some energy back here in Kona. We got—I think I told you right before we went on the show—that I swam with manta rays last night.
1: Wow! And how do you feel today?
0: Hey, man, I feel good. I feel like I did something that was scary. It was sort of terrifying, and uh, it's it's a great story. These are really majestic creatures, and they take you you out—you know—in these manta ray dives. They do them at night, so they take you out into the middle of the ocean, and then you sort of attach yourself to a board that has led lights that, that shine down these really powerful lights shine down into the ocean and they attract the phytoplankton, which attracts the plankton, which attracts the manta rays. And so they come up and they do something called barrel feeding. So they would come right up next to me and just, cause you're laying sort of parallel in the ocean, you're laying parallel to the board and they will come up and they'll spin the giant, you know, openings for their mouth, little tiny throat, but a giant opening for their mouth so they can catch all the, all the plankton they, that they can They will come right up to you and just, uh, you know, just touch my belly, kind of moved over me. And then they would turn and spin. It was it was it was extraordinary. I've never, never done anything like it.
1: It kind of shows you the majestic and awesome nature of the creative forces of God to make that and to make that happen. And you got to experience like, you know, even the, the glimpse of the heart of God to make everything work together like that, which is really cool.
0: Yeah, it is really cool, and it it was a way. It's a way to sort of unplug and get away. Because you're right, even out here in Hawaii, the news every single day. You know, from the raid on Mar-a-Lago to uh, you know to the monkeypox, and in Washington State, you know, our crazy governor there is you know issuing more edicts and more initiatives that I think the vast majority of people are not listening to anymore. But they have discovered something, you know, these, these elites in our country have discovered something that is a very powerful tool in controlling people. And that is really using fear. And we're, we're, I mean, we're surrounded by this, right? 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. The headlines are terrifying, whether it's they're cutting off our food supply or like I posted, I don't know if you saw this Mark, but I posted a video yesterday of a a scientist, I think in um, Sweden, and they are using bugs now to create butter because you know climate change and so they're so worried that the you know the the planet's going to burn up that they've decided that larva takes up less space on the planet than cows do so let's get rid of the cows and we'll start eating bugs I saw uh cricket flour now is in the stores cricket flour oh. it's completely oh. insane I mean just we're we're and it it you know what in a lot of ways it's scary because you're just like seriously I'm gonna be eating you know crickets next Uh, and it it damages our immune system. It damages our body. You and I were talking about this before. So I'd love it if you can just walk through sort of what fear does and how we can inoculate ourselves against it.
1: Well, I think we start at the top and understand from a spiritual perspective, and sort of set the tone and context, we can look at 2 Timothy 1, 7, God did not give you a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. So we know that fear doesn't come from God. And we know throughout his word, he says, do not fear. And then we go back to Matthew 6, maybe 31, 2, and 3, where why do you worry about what you eat or what you wear? The heathen worry about those things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things have been added into it as well. So we're supposed to not fear and we're supposed to trust. Now, that makes it kind of hard in a world where we're getting bombarded and peppered every day with this inundation of fear. And the elitists do know that that's an actual tool. And what I'm going to say right now, people need to hear. We talk about the weaponization of military, of um, you know, law enforcement and all that, the justice system, the DOJ. But the greatest uh, thing that we see that has been militarized is going to be the weapon of the media to propagate fear. So the media has been weaponized, and that's the greatest weapon you have, because when you control the media, you control people, you control the narrative. Now, having said that, when we live with fear, we have two responses, and this is going to be our immune system, our, our auto sort of our autonomic nervous system. We have a relaxation side, which you're getting plenty of right now, and we have a stress side, which people get too much of. Now, this is important from a physiological standpoint. On the stress side of things, when we think that we have fear, believe that we have fear, or speak that we have fear, the mind interprets that we're in danger, and the brain then responds with a chemical um, wash if you will, of what's happening. When we have this cortisol, which is followed by adrenaline push, blood pressure goes up, heart rate goes up, muscle tension goes up, perspiration goes up, digestion goes down, libido goes down. And these are all by design because, again, you can't digest food when you're running from a lion and you can't stop on the side of the trail and have sex when you're running from a lion That would not be a wise decision. So the point being, these are physiologically necessary to prepare for a fight or flight situation. On the relaxation side, we see all of those opposite physiological effects with digestion going up and even libido going up, rest and digest. We hear that term all the time. If you live chronically over there in the stress mode, you get where you begin to feel that that's a normal thing because you don't know how to relax. And I ask you a question, you know, even before you came on, and I get it. How many days does it take you to get the stress funk off of? And it's typically about a four-day window. Very common. And this is a big deal. And this is a a Dr. Hans Selye um, sort of coined a term that he used. He was a pretty smart guy way back in the day that studied the effects of stress. When we live in a stressful mode for many, many days in a row, our body will adjust and it will become so used to that we developed a syndrome called General Adaptation Syndrome. General G Adaptation A Syndrome S. And what that means is we live that way and that's normal for us. So our body will adjust to a higher hypervigilance of cortisol and we actually run out of gas and then we don't know how to relax. So you can always tell if you're stressed out, I mean, I use that term, everybody understands that. When you sit down and you have a hard time sitting down and even sitting there for quiet for 10 minutes, you feel like you have to be doing something all the time. And we all know what that's like, and that's what that causes. But over the time that we do that, Heidi, it will cripple us in regard to our ability to fight off diseases because chronic uh, stress inducement over time causes our immune system To be intensely weak because why would we want to fight off a virus, for example, or a little sniffly cold or whatever, when we're running from a lion? Which is more important? The preservation of our life right now is more important than anything else. So I hope that paints a good picture for what that means from a physiological standpoint for people to really get a grasp on this. So the test is can you, if you're listening right now, can you sit down for even 10 minutes in the quiet, not speak, not listen to your phone? Not watch the t v not listen to radio, not pet your dog, just can you be quiet and turn it off for ten minutes? If you can't, My suggestion is go to Kona, Hawaii for two weeks.
0: That's a great suggestion. I would second that, and it's interesting uh that's that was absolutely me when I got here. I mean, I could not sit still, I had to be on my phone i had I finally actually took Facebook off my phone. I just yep. took my social media apps that were just so distracting off my phone. I think a lot of people who are listening to this can relate because you don't have to be running for Congress or running for governor to be massively stressed out. You know, you can have um, you can have, you know, children. You could be just people are addicted to the news cycle. Right. And it doesn't matter if you're on social media or if you're just watching the news in your house. It really does create this uh, sense of impending doom and fear. And you're I love that you started Bach by saying Listen, the Bible is very clear. God did not give us the spirit of fear. It doesn't come from the Lord. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I want to talk about how we can inoculate ourselves. We'll be right back. Are you homeschooling your kids? Well, I want to recommend the Institute for Excellence in Writing. If you are looking for a course that's going to breathe life into teaching language arts to your kids, IEW is for you. It's comprehensive. It includes writing, grammar, and vocabulary. And I wanna encourage you to check out IEW's Fix-It Grammar and it's been integrated with structure and style for students. This is broken down into achievable steps that are gonna give your students success. Try it for free for three weeks at IEW.com forward slash Heidi. So Mark, before the break, you were talking about how you can recognize if you have chronic stress, if you're just living in this this place of stress and you're stressed out like we we do, we all everybody's familiar with that term, we know hey, I'm stressed out or whatever. How do we begin to, to uh put ourselves in a position where every headline that we hear doesn't you know send us running for whatever uh you know to try to pacify that or try to get us out of this frame of mind, what's a good way for listeners to help themselves first? and then teach their children how to manage the constant fear that I think we're going to be living with this for quite a while.
1: You cannot love your neighbor until you learn to love yourself. That's a fact. And we understand that that's true. Uh, so with that said, we got to be very intentional about the following things. And then we're talking about a remediation of that process of chronic addiction to drama. That's what it is. Addiction to drama. Um, so first of all, when you begin the day and when you end the day, you, you, I really encourage people to do this. Stop what you're doing. Give God the glory for who he is. Don't ask him for one thing. Give God the glory for who he is. If you're married, ask him to bless your spouse. Stop right there. Give God the glory. Ask him to bless your spouse. Stop. Just stop. I mean, if your kids too and they obviously as well. It can't be about you, so we got to shift the attention away from us onto God and then the persons or persons that are closest to us. Secondly, we have to begin to understand that eating real food is critical because when we're stressed out, we eat poorly because we're not thinking about it. God did not tell us to put poison in our body. He did not tell us to eat based on fear. He told us to eat based on need and understand that he gave us the appetite in us to go seek the food that he provided for us. So the whole idea of appetite is a God-created phenomenon that's in us that we are gravitated to the things that are from the earth that he created for us, for us to thrive on planet earth. So we had this relationship. You were showing me some um, some microgreens there on your patio or porch right now, which is amazing, right? That is Food that our Heavenly Father created for human beings right there. So we have to be intentional about that. Get the tension off us, acknowledging God, begin to eat well. We have to get some physical activity. This is not an option. I don't care. You say you don't have time, folks. You don't have time to not have time. You get 1,440 minutes a day. Dedicate 10 minutes a day. Do something physical. And I'm not talking uh, just working in the yard. I'm talking about going out and going for a walk. Go walk to the beach. You know, Do something every day because physical activity will metabolize adrenaline. If you metabolize adrenaline, you metabolize the ability to produce cortisol because cortisol is subsequent to adrenaline. right? And then third, and this is super important, and you did it. You have to disconnect from negative information, at least for a time. I'm not asking people to be completely oblivious to it or ignorant or unwise or unaware. That's not the point. But the point is, I, I have a watch here. This is a, an Apple watch, not an app, or not an Apple watch. This is a Garmin. Not an advertisement for Garmin, but I'll use this example. A lot of people have their media connected to this thing right here that when it goes off, it'll beep here. Turn off the notifications. Please do that. Give yourself a social media hiatus At least that 10 minutes, days I talked about in the first segment, right? So that leads me to this, 10 minutes of silence. If you can't do 10, do one, 60 seconds. And I'm telling you, you know, I can turn on and watch my second hand go around here and then, you know, I've I've done it so much that, you know, the first time you do it, 45 seconds, you're going to, or 30 seconds, you're going to feel uncomfortable like a weirdo. But you get about 45 seconds in, you get about a minute and you're like, Man, I feel so much better. So that's a second. And then the last thing I'll say is learn to do what's called diaphragmatic breathing. And so this is simple. You can do this right now, Heidi, to try it. Put your hands on your abdomen, right? And when you breathe in, I do not want the upper body moving. We've got to let the abdomen come out. So breathing in pushes the abdomen out. And when you exhale, it pushes the stomach in. Abdomen out stomach in. Are you feeling that? Yep. And you can actually lie down at night and put maybe a Bible or a book on your belly, on your back. And if you lie in bed like that and work on that, lifting that Bible or book, it will cause you to immediately shift out of that cortisol stress mode to a relaxation mode. It just takes less than a minute to do that. It's called diaphragmatic breathing. Those little things like that that I talked about, and people need to listen to this over and over again, write them down and do them, it doesn't take much effort or time, but that will set the tone so that you won't be overwhelmed and overridden uh, by this crazy world. Because if you're controlled by the world, you will be in bondage to the world. If you're controlled by the world, you're going to be in bondage to big government, big medicine, big medicine big church, the whole bit. And you'll forget how to like exist without somebody else taking care of you. So this is key right here. This we're talking about really the core of freedom versus bondage to live chronically connected to stress is to lead yourself right down the prison of that stress instead of leading yourself down a pathway of freedom.
0: Yeah. And I mean, what you're saying is resonating. I'm sure with thousands and thousands of people who are going to hear this show today, Because we live, we are addicted to drama. I mean, we thank you, CNN. Thank you, Fox News. Thank you, OAN and all the apps on our phones. I went to actually see this. I actually got rid of my Apple Watch. I went back to it. Just an analog, just a normal, um, Mm -hmm. doesn't have anything on it. Just, you know, going back to high school. (laughs) It just tells me the time.
1: Just imagine that. Yeah,
0: it, it really is amazing.
1: Yeah, imagine that going back to being aware of time. Like, you know, people should take a moment every day to look down at their watch and really speak out loud what day it is and what time it is. That brings you into the present, which is a wonderful gift, right? Right now, I'm speaking with Heidi St. John, and I'm giving you 1,000% of the presence now because it's that important. People that are listening to this know that we're giving you, both of us, 1,000% of our presence right now, which is a gift. And so it's just being aware of that time, you know, and letting it get so so fast that we lose track of it.
0: It's so good. And it's something that we, I think, are, we've lost. It's kind of an almost an art in the culture uh, to be able to relax, to be able to unplug, to sort of recalibrate. We live these lives that are very stressed out. And Mark, I don't know what you think, but I think that that we're in for, I mean, certainly in the United States right now, we're in for a bumpy ride. I mean, I think that the next probably 12 to 15 months are going to be very difficult. We know inflation is rising. We're watching what's happening in Europe with the the farming community over there. There are so many things for us to be anxious about. And yet the Bible and the Apostle Paul in Philippians said, be anxious for nothing. And, you know, and Jesus said, hey, consider the birds of the air, you know, which I'm doing very well right here in Kona because there's so many beautiful birds everywhere. But it's true that God said, I'm going to take care of you. And at the end of the day, we either believe it or we don't believe it. And this is just uh, and we demonstrate that by the way that we we live our lives. So I know that uh, your your willingness to come on and just talk to people about fear to sort of say, unplug, hey, let's. Let's start listening to things that are life giving, things that bring joy, that bring peace, those fruits of the spirit. And we can't do that when we're constantly attached to our iPhones and to our Apple devices and all the things. Uh, Is there anything else before we before we wrap this up or anything that that you uh, that you want to leave these uh, men and women with that they can pass on, particularly to their children? Because I'm always telling parents, listen, you can't pass on what you don't possess. So if you're living this completely stressed out life, it's a guarantee your kids are going to be doing the same thing.
1: Yeah, just remember this, you guys, uh, that the resistance we face today, the hard times, can either crush you or it can strengthen you. And the only way it can strengthen you, and this is the only way you get bigger muscles, you know, getting resistance and dealing with it. That's the way your faith muscle grows, dealing with resistance and pushing it forward. Let your faith be an action step by putting these things into action behind it. So faith without works works is dead, but faith with works is extraordinary. And so embrace that today and look at today as an opportunity versus a curse.
0: I love that. And it, and it helps you reframe it. So we're, re, we're reframing it. And I like what you said, not denying reality. Mm-hmm. But we're saying, Lord, we're going to see this through the lens that you say, look through the lens with that's the lens of scripture and to take those thoughts captive to recognize God didn't give us a spirit of fear. It's awesome. Mark, there's so many things I always want to talk to you about so many things. I really, really, really want to jump into uh, women's hormones with you. So let's do that next time you're on. We've had a lot of questions come in with relation to, um, and I think a lot of it is stress too. women under a tremendous amount of stress right now, or they might enter a different season of life. That's one one thing about being a woman. You're always entering something different and life changes and stuff. I think that'd be really helpful. Where can people find you online? Because I know a lot of my listeners now are um, connecting with you and uh, and I'm doing the same thing. Actually, we're going doing kind of telemedicine, which is really great. How can people find you?
1: Yeah, they can go to Sherwood.tv and uh, we can help people, as you know, all over the country. It's super easy to get blood work done, DNA done, et cetera. And I'm excited to talk about women's hormones because there's a lot of things that are happening and people need to know there's help out there as opposed to just suffering through life. So I'm excited about upcoming episodes.
0: Awesome. Mark Sherwood, you are just a treasure. I'm so thankful that you got to join me in Kona and bring some encouragement to listeners today have a great day out there in oklahoma and let's do it again real soon sounds great you guys for more information on my friend dr mark sherwood you can go to com forward slash podcast click on the show notes and i will link back to how you can connect with mark's uh practice there in oklahoma i'm telling you what you're going to be really really glad that you did you guys take some time today take a walk i love that mark said that take a walk take your kids outside breathe deeply Uh, of the mercy and grace that has been extended to you through the power of the Holy Spirit. Love your people well. And I will see you back here next week at the intersection of faith and culture.